On today's show, we will give you a full preview of tonight's matchup between the Dallas Stars and the Winnipeg Jets. We'll get you caught up on everything you need to know about this Jets team, talk about the matchups to be on the lookout for, and the overall storylines that may be overlooked in this game. All of this coming up on a Friday edition of Locked on Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day i'm your host dane lewis it is friday february 11th once again dallas stars game day it's an exciting weekend in the sports world the stars play tonight the stars play again on sunday afternoon and of course we have the super bowl sunday night very very exciting weekend for the world of sports and it all starts tonight at the aac with a matchup between the stars and the jets and we're going to talk all about that game here in just a second but before we do that do you want to take a moment and say thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked On Stars, whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener. Thank you for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe to and follow the Locked On Stars podcast wherever you get your podcast at, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. We are free and available no matter where you listen or how you listen. But without any further hesitation, let's get right down to business talking about this big matchup. And I think going into this game, there's a big Uh, I don't know if storyline is the right word, but looming topic uh, that I think is going to be interesting and, you know, something that maybe a lot of the fans at the game, whether they're at the arena or at home watching, uh, it might not be aware of. Uh, And I imagine that this game between the Stars and the Jets will likely have a good amount of NHL scouts present. Uh, And there were several, several scouts present on Wednesday at the game between the Stars and the Predators, according to Saad Youssef. Uh, he tweeted this out. And, of course, I was in the press box as well, uh, as I am for a handful of Stars home games. Uh, and I was sitting in the row behind all of these scouts, several scouts in attendance on Wednesday night, including two from the Kraken, uh, and then the rest of the teams named only one scout present, the Capitals, Bruins, Lightning, Devils, Sharks, Panthers, Canucks, Canadians, Golden Knights, Rangers, and Blackhawks. Uh, certainly, you know, no secret that they're there to see, you know, the better teams that I named in that list, your Bruins, Lightning, Capitals, Panthers, uh, Golden Knights, Rangers, certainly looking to buy and maybe, uh, you know, some of these teams that aren't as good, maybe looking to, you know, see what they can sell and maybe kind of get in return if they're looking to make a move at the trade deadline to send some of their better players off to potential contenders. But with a game like this, I think there can be even more scouts in attendance uh, because the Winnipeg Jets are seemingly falling closer and closer to being out of the playoff picture, currently sitting at 45.7 points out of a wild card spot, seventh on the list in the rankings in the wild card hunt in the Western Conference, which is already a pretty packed house up there at the top where teams like St. Louis, Calgary, Dallas, Edmonton, San Jose are. Uh, Winnipeg seemingly getting farther and farther outside that picture. So I imagine there will be a lot of scouts there to scout them as well as the Stars because there's a lot of questions about whether or not the Stars team will be a legit playoff contender throughout the rest of the season. And so many people 
within these organizations will be potentially looking to scout guys like Klingberg, Radulov, Pavelski, guys like that, that they can probably get as a rental or maybe look to sign long-term. Who knows? It just depends on how these guys continue to play. But I, I imagine we'll be seeing a lot of scouts on a Friday night at the AAC to watch this matchup between the Jets and the Stars. And so I think that that's certainly something to take account of, especially with guys like I mentioned, John Klingberg, who played a great game last time the Stars were out on the ice against Nashville, recording several, several assists, contributing to many of the goals scored for the Stars and making some pretty good defensive plays. He had a rough stretch of games going into the All-Star break, but if this first game back in action is any indication, John Klingberg may be turning a new leaf on this season. And so I think if the Stars can keep winning and John Klingberg continues to play well, uh, that might allow Dallas to pick up some really, really good rentals before the trade deadline. We all know that John Klingberg has pretty much requested a trade away from the Dallas Stars uh, because he's wanting this big eight-year deal, and it doesn't seem that Jim Nill and company are going to uh, oblige and give him that deal that he wants. So certainly seems a, like a possibility, regardless of how the Stars are positioned for the playoffs, that we could be seeing the departure of John Klingberg. But if he continues to play well like he did Wednesday against the Preds, I think that his stock and his value will go up, and teams that are really in contention for the Stanley Cup might consider giving away either some really good prospects or even in the moment. Uh, some good players that could contribute to the Dallas Stars, guys that are good players, but just kind of buried on the depth chart below some excellent, if not you know, great players uh, on these teams, whether it's Florida, Carolina, Tampa Bay, uh, Toronto, maybe even. I, I don't really think Toronto would make a move for Klingberg, uh, but you know, the, uh, nothing's out of the realm of possibility. Crazy things happen in the world of sports, especially during trade deadline time. And so uh, but also, it's kind of a win-win. You know, the Stars could maybe keep Klingberg the rest of the season. It could work out. He can continue to play well. Maybe by some miracle, uh, Jim Nill and Klingberg in his camp are able to work out some sort of deal that's a little bit less than what he's wanting at that eight-year, about, you know, somewhere in the $60 million range. I don't envision that happening, but, I mean, it could also be a win for the Stars if Klingberg continues to play well, if the team continues to play well, stringing together these wins and make the playoffs because Klingberg is has always been a force for the Stars in the postseason, especially last time they were in the postseason back in the bubble in Edmonton in 2020. So kind of a, a, a good position to be in for the Stars, I guess. A, a weird position for John Klingberg as he's trying to commit himself to this team and, and play well, be where he's at, but also knowing that he's not fully satisfied with what he's been given, given the amount of effort and heart that he's put into this organization, which I think is a fair argument. Uh, and that's just one of the sucky parts about the world of sports is that sometimes you have guys like that that give it their all for an organization night in and night out and play extremely well, but they, they just kind of, you know, get the short end of the stick whenever it comes time for a new contract just because of other guys that are in the franchise that are deemed a little bit more valuable, whether that's Jason Robertson, Rupe Hintz, Jake Ottinger. I think Ottinger might be in line for a pretty big pay raise whenever it's time for him to sign a new contract. And so just an unfortunate situation for Klingberg, but going to be interesting to see how he continues to play throughout the rest of this season. And it's just a weird playoff picture. We, you know, we talk about this stretch of now seven straight divisional games is going to be very telling of how the rest of the season will go for the Stars, whether or not they'll be looking to buy or sell at the deadline. Uh, and as far as playoff positioning goes, they could be kind of stagnant in this weird third place wildcard spot for some time because St. Louis does have a pretty considerable lead and Calgary is red hot right now. At the time of recording this, I believe they're up five to two on the Toronto Maple Leafs at home, which Toronto, a good team this season. Calgary, 
really not slowing down ever since their win that they got against the Dallas Stars, and then they won against the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, they won on Wednesday night, and now, of course, uh, I'm sure by the time you're hearing this, that score against the Maple Leafs held up, and they got the win there as well. So really, the Dallas Stars need either the LA Kings or the Anaheim Ducks to have a collapse, or I guess Calgary could eventually cool off, no pun intended, with them being the Flames. But it's just going to, you know, we're going to have to keep an eye on really all of those specific division teams. Maybe not Vegas. I think Vegas will hold on to that number one spot in the division comfortably but it's going to be kind of a weird three-way race between these three other pacific division teams to see who might drop out of the playoff conversation but really all the dallas stars can do is can control what they can control and that is the games that they play in that is their effort that is you know the way in which they conduct themselves in the game and so they they did that pretty well on wednesday night certainly not a perfect game but they found a way to win and so they're going to need to do that tonight against the Winnipeg Jets and coming up next we will dive into this Winnipeg team and give you a little bit of insight of what they've been up to since the last time these teams met today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar Built Bar Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow they're fluffy they're marshmallowy and they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat. And they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So many delicious flavors. These are going to be your new favorite. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Like I said, yes, including the Puffs, 100% real chocolate. They're also low calorie, high protein. They allow you to replace the candy bars that you have that are unhealthy for you, that are loaded with calories and sugar. While Built Bars, on the other hand, are great for you nutritionally. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, only 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. You can go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. Jumping back into today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day. Dane Lewis, your host here at Dane Double underscore Lewis on Twitter and the show on Twitter at Locked on Stars. Be sure to give us a follow there. It is now time to talk about this Winnipeg Jets team that the Stars will be matching up against. It's been a while since these teams met up. The teams met up in Winnipeg back in the early stages of the season in early November when the Stars went on a little bit of a Canadian road trip playing in Winnipeg and Calgary and then, of course, Vancouver. Uh, the Stars started out that road trip with a shootout overtime loss to the Winnipeg Jets. It was a close game, a competitive game, but ultimately Dallas did fall short. But a lot has changed really ever since this moment. Winnipeg has kind of fallen off a little bit. Their stock has dropped quite a bit. They are 3-5-2 and two in their last 10 games, and in that stretch that included a six-game losing streak. Uh, although their last game uh, was a 2-0 win over the Minnesota Wilds, so no uh, easy feat there to not only beat the Minnesota Wild, but to shut them out. Uh, very, very impressive stuff, but still, uh, who knows how much of a testament that is to maybe Minnesota struggling coming out of the All-Star break and how much of that is really the Winnipeg Jets uh, being a dominant hockey team. And really, at the end of the day, this team seems to really run through one guy, and that is, of course, their All-Star, Kyle Connor, uh, the 17th overall pick back in the 2015 NHL Draft. Uh, it really it, and it seems like their game plan, at least from what I can see statistically from this Jets team this season, has been get Connor the puck, hope he's able to do well and put up multiple points a game. And maybe everyone else on the roster will fall into place. Uh, maybe everyone else will contribute. Occasionally, Connor is 
25 goals, 22 assists, 47 points on the season. Leads the team in all three of those categories. Not necessarily what you want to see. I mean, obviously great that he's playing at the level that he's playing. A very, very gifted player is Kyle Connor, but really no one else seems to be stepping up to put up that same amount of production. You know, we have guys on the Stars team like Joe Pavelski who puts up those kind of numbers, but then right behind him are Rupe Hintz and Jason Robertson. The Jets don't really have that. They have Mike Scheifele, uh, 30 points on the season, Andrew Kopp, 28 points on the season, and Kopp is an interesting guy on this team because he will be an unrestricted free agent at the end of this season. He's 27 years old, and like I said, 28 points on the air, even though it's not the same numbers as Kyle Connor. Certainly nothing to scoff at, not a bad season by any means. There's a chance that maybe he gets moved before the trade deadline or maybe in the offseason he does have an expiring contract. Again, 27 years old, so kind of in the prime of his career, if you will. I, I think it'll be interesting to see maybe if he gets moved before the trade deadline from this Winnipeg team, especially if they continue to drop several games and fall farther and farther out of the playoff picture. And, of course, another staple of this team is the Winnipeg Jets goalie, Connor Hellebuck, the guy that I picked to win the Vesna Trophy this season, but that seems to be a pretty cold take. Uh, he's not having a bad season. He has similar numbers to Braden Holtzby and Jake Gottinger, a 2.82 goals against average and a 9.13 save percentage. Save percentage numbers almost the exact same as Ottinger and Holtzby. Goals against average about the same as well. So kind of a so-so season for Hellebuck. Clearly still has some of the mojo with him as he just shut out the Minnesota Wild. I don't really have any reason to believe why we wouldn't see him in net against the Stars. Uh, it just seems like the best bet that they're going to put Hellebuck in net pretty much any night that they can. And they're not coming off a back-to-back, -back, so I would expect to see Hellebuck between the pipes for this Winnipeg Jets team. And uh, if this Winnipeg team wants to make the postseason, they're really going to have to start that push right now. And they probably needed to start it even sooner, uh, just given the state of the rest of these teams scrambling for a wild-card spot, whether that's Vancouver, whether that's San Jose, whether that's Edmonton, who now has Evander Kane. Uh, despite the the cancerous personality that he is to a locker room and to a franchise, still a good hockey player. Maybe he'll have good chemistry with McDavid and Drysaddle on the ice. Still, they're right there in the mix of things. Dallas, Calgary, uh, really, really crowded at the top. So Winnipeg has shown flashes of potential this season, but overall seemed to really, really struggle from some inconsistency from pretty much all of their roster outside of Kyle Connor and occasionally uh, Connor Hellebuck. Um, so this is a weird, weird team, and I just really don't know what to make of them. Of course, we've only seen them once this season from a Stars perspective, but I just feel like you don't hear too much about the Winnipeg Jets in the national storylines uh, outside of the beginning of the season whenever all the Chicago Blackhawks news came out. Um, but, but really, other than that, in terms of just them being a gifted team, a team that maybe could be a threat in the playoffs, I just feel like you don't hear their name thrown around a lot. I feel like uh, I'll look around and either read or hear on you know podcasts, radio, things like that, Teams, you know, there's people out there saying that the Stars could be a threat if they make the playoffs, even though they're not in that position yet. But I feel like you don't really hear that about this Winnipeg Jets team. And so they're in a really odd place this season. I imagine they will probably, if they're either going to be buyers or sellers at the deadline, I do imagine that they probably will be sellers. It's just a matter of who they would be looking to move uh, and potentially maybe get some prospects or some draft picks in return and try to build a nice core around Kyle Connor because Kyle Connor is not the issue by any stretch of the imagination, but he really does need some help if this Jets team wants to be a threat for years to come. Today's episode is also brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march right up to the Super Bowl on Sunday. 
BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live, real-time updates of current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. And to close out today's episode of Locked on Stars, time to run through my final thoughts and predictions for this game between Dallas and Winnipeg. And the big matchup in this game, uh, based on what we talked about last segment, is going to be Kyle Connor versus the Dallas Stars defenseman. How will these Dallas Stars defensemen try to contain such an offensive threat like Kyle Connor? Guys like Miro Haskinen, Esselin Dell, Ryan Suter, John Klingberg are going to have their hands full. He's a difficult player to game plan for and a difficult player to guard and try to keep off the score sheet. But I think that these guys can be up to the task. They've been a pretty good four-man unit so far this season. And I think especially a guy like Miro Haskinen with his speed and his stick work, I think he can you know, cause a lot of problems for Kyle Connor. And even a guy like Suter, a big body, Klingberg, also kind of a bigger body. And Esselindel, a little bit of a scrappy kind of player. I'm really interested to see how those four will match up against a guy like Kyle Connor. And if they can shut him down as well as really the rest of the Jets' two top lines, I think the Dallas Stars win this game. I think that they have a great chance regardless, but especially if they can do what they did to the Edmonton Oilers back around Thanksgiving and shut down their big offensive threats. I think the Dallas Stars have enough offensive prowess and firepower to get themselves on the board a few times. And then if the defense is able to hold really the threats that this Winnipeg team has to offer, I think they're going to be just fine. Of course, those two top lines for this Winnipeg Jets team include uh, the captain, Blake Wheeler, Paul Stastny, and Mark Scheifel on the top line, and then Kyle Connor, Andrew Kopp, and Cole uh, Perfetti on that second line. And so a lot of threats kind of shuffled around on those two lines, but I think the Dallas Stars are up for the task. Wheeler and Stastny a little bit older, definitely not the players they once were, and even Scheifel uh, starting to get near his 30s. So I think the Dallas Stars certainly have the speed and athleticism to hang with these players. They just need to be very, very focused and on their game. Uh, They need to start out a lot better than they did on Wednesday, letting Nashville really just dominate offensive possession time in the zone. Dallas really needs to force force the issue on back checking, but also on forechecking and make Winnipeg work for those offensive possessions. Don't let them just have it like kind of like they let Nashville have those easy possessions to start out that game on Wednesday. And like I said, Connor Hellebuck posted a shutout last game in Minnesota. I imagine that's who we will see in net for the Jets in tonight's matchup. Don't really know who will start for the stars. I'm, you know, I, we say all this time on the show that I'm typically wrong about my goalie predictions. And uh, I, I am going to guess Braden Holtzby just because we saw Jake Ottinger last game. And with the game coming up on Sunday, a big one against the Colorado avalanche. I say, maybe you save the hot hand of Jake Ottinger for that game. Let Holtzby get back a game out of the break, out of the gates, excuse me, out of the all-star break against a team that's maybe a little bit weaker offensively for the most part compared to some of the other teams uh, that they've played either before this or that they'll be playing in the coming days. So I imagine we'll see Holtby. I'm confident in whoever gets put in net, and I think that they have potential to have a really nice night in the crease. Uh, and overall in this game, uh, I've kind of been alluding to it, but Dallas really is the better team all around on paper. Dallas has the fourth best power play in the league. Winnipeg does have the 14th best, so they're kind of middle of the pack. Certainly not a bad power play unit, but certainly nothing to write home about. Again, just kind of an average team so far this season, and I think that's reflective in their power play. Both teams' penalty kills certainly leave much to be desired, but we did see Dallas have some really, 
nice and solid penalty kills against the Preds the other night. Uh, they ranked 23rd in the league in PKs, while Winnipeg ranks 28th. So a very, very bad PK for the Winnipeg Jets. So something that the Dallas Stars will be looking to exploit uh, in this game, if they can get those power play opportunities, I think they can force a lot of offensive firepower in that direction on the power play, taking advantage of a weak Winnipeg penalty kill unit. Dallas is the second best team in the league when it comes to faceoff percentage. That's been one of their best traits of the year all season. I think that's going to be huge for them. If this game does up, end up being close, they're going to need to win some of those faceoffs in the defensive zone to clear, but also in the offensive zone to generate some shots on net and come away with a win. And overall, I like Dallas in this game. I think that they win by a score of four to one. And I have Joe Pavelski scoring the first goal of the game. He didn't get on the score sheet last game and it felt weird. Uh, it, not many games have happened this season where we haven't seen Joe Pavelski get involved offensively. Uh, you know, uh, Jason Robertson and Rupe Hintz were kind of having their moment. They said, Joe Pavelski, you got to be an all-star over the weekend. Uh, let us have our moment in the sun real quick. And then you can come back to doing Joe Pavelski things against the Jets. So I imagine we will have a big offensive night from the stars in general, but I think Joe Pavelski will lead the charge and it wouldn't surprise me to see him score in the first minute or two of this matchup. So going to be a very exciting game. Stars are going to be rocking the blackout uniforms. Haven't seen those since they last played a few nights ago against Boston right before the all-star break. So always love seeing the black sweaters. I think they're a great look, especially on a Friday night. It just feels right. Uh, Friday night going into the big sports weekend, wearing the nice blackout skyline green jersey is going to be a very fun and electric atmosphere, especially after last game with the win against the Preds. But now they'll be looking to get a second straight win against the divisional opponent tonight. That's going to do it, though, for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Be sure to subscribe to and follow the Locked on Stars podcast wherever you get your podcast at, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. We are free and available no matter where you listen or how you listen. Thank you again for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Make your second listen of the day Locked on Bets podcast with your boy Q. And, of course, always with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Be sure to check out the Locked on Bets podcast if you're planning on making any bets for hockey this weekend, for basketball, or, of course, the Super Bowl. Be sure to give those guys a listen. They are also free and available wherever you get your podcast at. Be sure to find and follow me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis and the show on Twitter at Locked on Stars. Hope you have a great weekend, Stars fans. If you're going to the game tonight or Sunday, have safe, be fun. Represent the Stars with class. Be loud, wear green, go Stars. You guys know the drill. We'll see you back here on Monday.